Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. This is where we share tips about business and parenting. Being a mom of three, CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisy's speaker and educator, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated, and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. Hi, welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we talk about how to create better, how to create better family, health, business, and self. And I am so thrilled and honored to have my guest on with us today, and I cannot wait to introduce her. But let's first talk about women in small business. When in Canada, one in seven small businesses are owned by women. And you know, there's about a hundred, I'm sorry, yeah, 150,000 small businesses that are created each year in Canada, and only about I think less than half will survive past the five-year mark. And in the USA, about 31% of small businesses are women-owned in the USA. And I saw this amazing statistic that about 1,821 small businesses are started every single day in the USA. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. Now, in, in Latin America, about 50% of entrepreneurs are women. And you know, Marie, my guest might correct me on that one, but that is the most recent <laughs> stat that I saw. And 20% of small businesses are owned by women in South Asia. Women-owned businesses create direct jobs that are in India for about 27 million people. Wow, wow, wow. Now in the USA, women-owned businesses generate about one8 trillion dollars per year. Amazing, amazing, amazing. My guest today is Maria Luisa Boyce, and she is the Vice President of International Policy for Global Public Affairs. She's bringing more than 25 years of experience and leadership in international trade, custom affairs, and cross-border trade. In her current role, she is part of the team working on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., advocating Advocating for UPS's priorities, she supports the company's government affairs efforts in Latin America. She advocates for global policy impacting UPS's small business enterprise customers and leads the global public affairs team for the UPS Women Exporters Program, which has trained over 17,000 women and small business owners over the past three or four years now, I want to say. Yes. And I want to say welcome, Maria. Elaine, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. And I love the statistics that you mentioned. I wish we can have a statistic about the innovation and the passion spirit that women entrepreneurs have all over the world that is consistent around the globe. So it's an honor to be here and, and be able to have this conversation. With I'm you. excited. I am so excited. And I, I love that you said that. There should be a statistic about that. And I'm going to look it up because <laughs> yeah. it does, right? Women who start business, it's all about innovation. Yeah. It is about creating a solution to an existing problem because we see it, whether we are a mom is seeing it or we are in life seeing mm -hmm. a, a something that needs a solution. And, and that is what becomes a successful business because it's something that will solve an existing problem, a need out there. I love it. I love that you said innovation. Now, tell us a little bit more about you, Maria. I know that you are a mom. Tell, tell us more about you. 
Definitely, Lane. I actually, um, when when you and I were talking, preparing for this, I, I shared my story. My story and my life really were impacted by my two grandmothers. In the Spanish, you call them abuelitas. I'm originally from Colombia. And I had one grandmother who really didn't learn to read or write until she was in her 60s. Wow. But to survive, she moved from rural Colombia to the city and she opened her own grocery store. And, wow. and she did this just with memory, right? Selling and, and the numbers, she understood it. She learned to read and write until later because she wanted to read by herself the Bible. That was her wow. inspiration. And wow. I know which move his cheese. So I learned about uh, from that part, she's my, my, my dad's mom, that uh, even though the circumstances or however you live, always find a solution and, and, and you can do it. You can and be true to your values, right? So that was that, that was one of the things. My other grandmother was my mom's mom. She argued with my grandfather. This is in the 40s and 50s about <laughs> my mom needed an education. And she, my grandfather thought until primary elementary school is enough. And my grandmother said, no, my daughter is going to finish high school. So my grandmother started selling. She will uh, fix. Um, she was like a seamstress fixing things or cooking things. And that's how she paid for my grand for my mom to finish high school. So amazing to, to that part, Elaine, I think I saw a small business entrepreneurship in my family since I was little or, or hearing the, the family stories. I grew up living in five different countries in Latin America. And then my subject matter expertise is in customs and trade. And so my journey has been through that area. And now I work with UPS for the past five years, which has been amazing. And I'll tell you more about that part, but but that's how I end up on, on this on this I, journey. I love, and I and love, I love yes, the empowerment of, of women and family. Families is very important too. <laughs> I agree. I, I love your stories of your grandmothers and their inspiration to yeah. to to start their own businesses. One was she she just learned later in life to read and write so that she could yes. like figure out the, okay. the numbers for her business of for her business, yes. Store. And take yes. care of her two kids by herself. So yes. she was so it, so it, it is it is amazing, right? Inspiring. And that's what we women do. We have to take care of family and take care of business uh, and, and make it happen. <laughs> and I, I love that you brought in stories of your grandmothers. As you were talking, I was like, oh, my goodness, that that reminds me of my grandmothers <laughs> and, and my yeah. my mom's mom who didn't have education. They were she was very poor. And in fact, even when she was seven, she had to roll cigarettes to yeah. sell on the street like she her her family taught her how to make them and she would roll them and sell them on the streets wow. and she also didn't learn this is very similar to your grandmother she didn't learn to read until she was in her 60s wow and how did she learn to read the bible and that's how yes. she wanted to read the bible yeah. so that that's just mm. amazing stories from our history yes. and and just so inspiring to to know like their journeys and thank you for sharing that and you have two children as well i do I yes. three and you have two but yes and so i i love your story and even before when we were talking before this and i know that you have this passion to help women in, in small businesses and why why would you say what is your 
reason, your passion, why it is important to empower women, female entrepreneurship? What would you say, Maria? Definitely, Elaine. I think in a way I was doing it indirectly as I was um, going through my career journey, become a mom. As you said, I have two moms. I have two, I'm sorry, two boys. One is a special needs child. Um, and and I appreciated how much the community helps. Mm. Like you're part of the community yes. and then you have that support system, right? And yes. I didn't have my immediate family with me. And I saw how the moms support each other and we're working and the dads, right? It's a family, it's a family event, uh, a family uh, support. And so for me, that always inspired me of how do we help moms uh, and, and women be able to feel empowered, they can continue to feed their family and, and nurture society and, and oh, be able absolutely. to grow. So that, that, that was an experience. And then uh, in, my, in my role, with my company, uh, with UPS, one of the things that we saw globally is that many women, part of the society, almost we will say 50% of the society women, and and they were not as empowered in some mm. cases that they can be entrepreneurs, that they can do it. We're blessed to where we live in some other parts of the world. They don't have as much uh, empowerment and support. And so th I think that inspired me. And it was uh, the right thing to do and as a company and and I love working for a company that that leads with values on that respect and it was also the great a great business decision because women entrepreneurs are great business uh, owners and yes. yes there is I know love your statistic right some small businesses will not make it maybe in five years uh, but there is so what we, uh, we identified and, and what I was looking at is how do we empower them mm -hmm. to export, to be successful, because that can give them, help them hedge their success. Absolutely. And I, I so appreciate that about UPS because there are many times, believe me, in my last 10 years that I wanted to throw in the towel <laughs> and say, I am finished. <laughs> and this Why is am I doing right? Because often the, the small business owner Right in the last decade, there's such a sharp rise in women entrepreneurship because mm -hmm. it's often a woman leaving uh, a past career and entering into business for herself, yeah. which means we don't have the, the knowledge for logistics. We don't have the knowledge for marketing and sales, but yet we are doing it all. And, and I speak from my heart because I am one of those people who all of a sudden went from being a school teacher to... Uh, a warehouse ma uh, manager and yeah. sales and shipping and logistics and learning all these new terms like DTP and yeah. FOB <laughs> and what on earth are these letters? Yeah. But yes. So what, because I know I have listeners who are starting out, what would you say are three mistakes that you have seen that we could tell new entrepreneurs to avoid? Yeah, I think Elaine, and, and we've been doing this now for for since 2018 2019 i will say that the three things are one is uh, know your product meaning mm -hmm. you're passionate about your product and what you do and when i say know your product know how is it made know how do if you need a regulation that an agency is overseen know what is it that they ask for right mm -hmm. and so trust yourself and and do that part the second one is surround yourself by positive energy and and what I mean that by positive energy is that you will always have the naysayers right you cannot do this you cannot do that find out those that 
that enable you to find a solution. Love so it. maybe this is not, but yes, you can do this, right? And, and I think that's one that we see a lot for women that are starting their own business. Uh, they they um, sometimes do not surround themselves for that positive input that can have f- help them find a solution. And the third one, network 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 Love we it. are not I, I we saw this in 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 it was interesting consistent in developing and developed countries because maybe women don't have much time and in some countries there's not they don't belong to the usual chain of commerce or or they don't have a chapter of a women's association and so they don't network mm-hmm. and relationships are vital for a business to grow you never know who you're going to meet and so those three I, for me are are very important and, and consistent every I love that know your product so important right who is it for what is the solution it is providing when you understand that because yes. sometimes we get confused and think that something that we like is going to be I like know. You, you're passionate about your product. Never lose your passion, but know about your product. And Absolutely. How and I agree. Yes. Like if you want to sell it to the to Europe, you better know what legislations and rules. And yes. for example, with Easy Daisies, my product, I know that I had to get it certified with the CE logo uh, seal of approval for yes. in order to sell into Europe. So yes, you have to know what your product is, uh, even your HS code to know yeah. what <laughs> Labeled and Even though you're going to have a custom. Oh my goodness. You shared such great points right here. You know, know your product, right? Know your product. Surround yourself. Surround yourself with positive people. Like like uh, people who are and, with and, you, right? And, and people that are enablers. Uh, because oh. if you surround yourself with, no, you can't. No, you can't. Of course, you will not. But But you have to find with people that say, not this doesn't sound good, but we can do this. Or yeah. I, I don't like using the word bad too much because I think that always brings down a negative, but just uh, no, this is difficult. And you can also look at this perspective. So so I think that for women is, is something that we need to be intentional about. Yes, intentionally find people to yes. be around that will, I love that you said, enable you to help find the solution, right? Yes. Not create... Uh, Another obstacle. (laughs) Yes. Right. And I often say to women, you know, surround yourself with people who do the three L's, right? Mm -hmm. L is that you can learn from, that you can launch from, and that can lift you up. Oh, I love it. Yes. And and you want to surround yourself with smart people, people who have done the journey or who are even like two days ahead of you because they don't have to be like 10 years ahead. Because if they are even two seconds ahead, they are worthy of like learning Mm -hmm. from. And I say you can learn from everyone, right? Like don't choose and pick. Like even if you're like, oh no, they sell food, I sell socks. No, learn from them. They have lessons that are worth listening to. And so that's why I feel so honored and blessed to have you, Maria, on on this uh, podcast because you have so much wisdom to share and you've seen so much. And I love your third one, network. Network, people think, well, you know, I don't have time to network. Yeah. But it is, it is absolutely worth it. And sometimes you just have to carve out that time. And when you walk into a room, be open-hearted and open-minded to say, yeah. what can I offer to someone? And what can yeah. I, right? Because it is about giving as well. And when you give, it's, it's a, such a blessing of what comes back at you. Definitely. I agree. It, it's a multiplier. 
when you, when you walk into a room not expecting much, but but you might be surprised what conversations may come up that help you. You just never, ever know. I know it's funny. We were coming back on a ferry yesterday. Mm-hmm. My son is on a, in a volleyball team, and we had to wake up super terribly early to go on this <laughs> boat. And and when we were coming back, my husband said, my, we, we were watching the mm-hmm. team. The boys were sitting uh, a little bit of ways because mm-hmm. we wanted to give them some grown-up mm-hmm. space, even though they're 15 years yeah. old. And then my husband's like, oh, my goodness, like in the table between us, he's like, isn't that the president of – this huge supermarket chain in in our provinces over in Canada. And I can't recognize famous people if you threw them in front of me. Like if you threw them on me, I still wouldn't know that they were famous. But my husband knew who that gentleman was. And he's like, you should have this person on your podcast. And I just thought, no, I, I can't just bother somebody and talk to them. But long story made short, you just never know who's there. And yes, this gentleman will be on my podcast. <gasps> That his, is awesome. His story is inspiring from like, yeah. he started off as a, a bagging groceries. That's how he started. And now he's the yeah. president. Amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Right. You just never know who is mm-hmm. there. So be open. <laughs> yeah. Open and network. Yes. <laughs> Crazy. And now on that same question that mm-hmm. I just asked you about mistakes or that women should avoid when they're starting in business. Now, when they are in a product-based business and they are shipping, and I am I am speaking from experience. It is very expensive. It is scary. Mm-hmm. The logistics of shipping, whether it's internationally or to another state yeah. or province, province, is scary and expensive. Now, do you have any advice or tips, whether they're three or five or one, mm-hmm. on how we, as a product-based business, can be more cost-effective or efficient in our shipping? Definitely, Elaine. I think there's there's three key areas that you need to take into consideration. One is managing the expectations of your customers, right? Do your customers want your good right away, 24 hours in this society that we live now or in, in a week or, or three weeks? Um, depending on that, that is going to have an impact on the cost of shipping, right? Mm-hmm. The faster that you need to deliver, the more expensive it's going to be. So have that in mind that you're managing and you understand what are your customer needs so you can find the best the best option. You'll be surprised that sometimes on the price, if you go to 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 the shipping, when you go to the shopping cart, et cetera, we're going through that journey, that if you give options and you have alternatives, then your customer will choose, will appreciate one, that you're giving him or her alternatives, and two, that you that you have, you're taking into consideration the cost, if you have that visibility, right? So, so your customer is very important. The second one is a understand the packaging of your good and i know probably someone doesn't think about it how to package what how does that impact my cost but it does have an impact on the weight it has it does have an impact on how it arrives right. and so and you size. need to be mm-hmm. that size you need to be mindful of that and so take your time to understand better the packaging and how is that if it's going to be a long journey and you're sending to selling to someone in europe or in Latin America, just think about all the journey that beautiful box is going to have with your baby throughout the journey. So make certain that you package it correctly. And that that helps you also with your shipping uh, costs. And, and last but not least, find the right partner for you. Mm-hmm. The right partner on cost. And, and sometimes there's a saying in Spanish, and it is lo barato sale caro. And I have to think the translation that sometimes what is cheap 
may turn out to be expensive. That's yes. maybe a translation. I understand. From that part, because sometimes there's a temptation, oh, this is cheaper to send it this way. But then your product didn't make it on time or not fully uh, or working, right? Something happened along the way and then you lose that customer, right? And your reputation is very important. And so make certain that you do your homework and work with, with whoever's going to help you on your logistic journey. Of course, I'm with UPS. I'm going to tell you use UPS. <laughs> Uh, but but whoever you work with, take this as a lesson for you. Make certain that they understand where you're sending to and that they give you a, a good overview of, of that piece. That will help you with your cost. Saying all of that, Elaine, the cost of logistics is one of the highest costs for small businesses. And, oh my and that is, it is, it is crazy, right? And so think outside the box, no pun intended, you know, <laughs> boxes, <never mind. laughs> but think outside the box. And, and maybe if you're, if you're exporting to another country and you want to send everything once a month, and mm-hmm. then you have somewhere in there where you can do the distribution Smart. in the U S for example, we have a service that is called a, a fulfillment where you can send everything to the U S and then we manage for you the distribution oh, yeah. and the warehousing and all that. So th- there's ideas that you can think outside the box that might help you better a, a respond to your customers. No, I love it. Great points. All of them, right. Manage your customers' expectations, um, know your packaging and make sure it is cost efficient and yes. be secure to protect your packet, uh, your product, as you said, your baby, yeah. and <laughs> you ship it, right? And then find the right partner. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and, and we have to remember to understand what the partners offer so that you are meeting those needs. Like you said, fulfillment centers to, to understanding logistics, right? Cause there are exactly. and more cost efficient ways to do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, UPS has a fabulous way of supporting women-owned small businesses. And many of my listeners are just like me, small business owner with products. And we're looking for ways to save when it comes to those high costs that we were talking about in shipping. Now, UPS has a, a brilliant program, the Women Exporters Program. Mm-hmm. Please tell us more. What is this? So, so Elaine, this is, this is I, I love this program. Of course, I work with UPS, but I love it. When we were looking at how do we help more the communities where we live in, uh, for example, we've been in Canada since 1975. We have 13,000 employees. Uh, we are we have over 500,000 employees globally. We move on a daily basis, three percent of the world's GDP in our network. Wow. And and but what are those numbers? Those numbers. Uh, told us that we needed to, how do we lead, our values are to lead with an inclusive trade agenda, make certain that all, everybody in the society is able to take advantage and leverage trade. That's, that's what moves our cheese, if I may say like that, that's what, <laughs> it, what moves our policy work. So we decided to launch our Women Exporter Program because we noticed that women representing maybe 50% of the population, not all of them were understanding the importance of trade or exports. And we wanted to make certain user know-how and help. So we're doing it on three ways. One, capacity building. And we launched this with our UPS foundation. And so that's, I call it, that's the heart of our, the the hard part of, of UPS, our foundation. And that was how do we provide training to women around the world 
on how to export, understanding cross-border trade, e-commerce logistics. And mind you, this was 2018, right? 2020, shift change, but we'll talk about that. The second one is access to market because you can get all the training, but if you don't implement or sell the product, well, it's useless, right? And so we focus on how do we help you connect to market and sell your product. And then the last one, I'm a, I'm a trade nerd <laughs> and a policy nerd. So we focus on, on how do we give policy recommendations uh, globally at the WTO level or with governments on areas that are impacting either women, uh, entrepreneurs, or small businesses. Because the majority of the women-owned businesses are micro or small, medium-sized yeah. businesses. So, so that's the program has those three areas of approach. Interesting. And that's and wow. that's how we have focus. Okay, sign me up. <laughs> sign Elaine, me. you're welcome. Yes, you probably can give some of our classes, right? Of lessons. Oh, learned. I don't know. <laughs> I I'd be honored to share all my mistakes that I have learned through. And believe me, I have learned through many many costly, uh, high cost education. That's what I call it. <laughs> right, and Definitely. I. I I know that um, we will have all of these links in our show notes, but right now for my listeners, where would they go to find more information? So, so right now what we have, we're going to be launching the program within the next two months, right? Right now we do have our program for small businesses that I will send you that link because you can Perfect. take in there. We are identifying discounts. Because uh, it's the cost of logistics, right? You need to have you need to have that piece. And then what we're going to start within the next two months is training modules that we're wow. going to be doing, a specific on topics that can help you. I love it. I love it. And so, if you're listening and you're like, I I want more information because I am a woman and in small business, and I want to know more about how to ship more efficiently. Uh, what is this capacity building talking about access to market? Like, yes, yes, we do want to learn how to have access to markets and what are the policies and the regulations that are, are in recommendations on, on doing this and doing it successfully. I love it. And I cannot wait to share more. Now, how, how does UPS help with, mm-hmm with this international trade and connecting with community? How does so, so Elaine, we have done it different ways. One of our signature partnerships is with the International Trade Center, which is based in Geneva, and they have a She Trades initiative that they launch globally. And so I will give that homework to your listeners. Go and create a profile in, in SheTrades.com. That's where they have, we have over 200 models on access to finance, marketing, wow. logistics, exports. We UPS cover the ones that, that are related to logistics, but they have other partners that bring a lot of value. And it's called SheTrades? SheTrades.com. And go and check it out because you have access to all of those uh, for free. And, and you can really? see them in your phone. Um, and so that's that's the, the signature partnership that our foundation has on that part. And so that's how we we do the 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 training. It's at no cost to you. 
in Canada, we're going to do it directly, only focus on Canadian wow. businesses. So we can tell you more about what are the opportunities that you have exporting to the U.S. If you have an $800, the minimum, you see, I'm getting technical here. <laughs> you can export to the U.S. without paying taxes with value under $800. Did you know that, right? So how can we leverage that part? And Canada has a lot of trade agreements that you can leverage from. You right. are in an amazing country that supports a lot of trade and, and facilitates that process. Yeah. I, I love everything that you are sharing. And I want to ask you, okay, you've seen so much. Are there like top two lessons that you have learned in these past four years of training women entrepreneurs around the globe? You're like, okay, this you need to listen. What are these top two lessons that so, an entrepreneur needs to know? So the first one is fear. And I'm going to say the word fear. We, as women, we are passionate. We have a innovation. We don't like taking risks. <laughs> that's that's uh, like, oh, should I do it or not? We question ourselves. And sometimes we let fear be louder than our, yes, we can. And so that's one thing that I have seen, Elaine, that with our women entrepreneurs, that fear starts taking away uh, the confidence. And yeah. so don't let fear be louder than your uh, that your passion. Yes, you will make mistakes. Absolutely, you will learn from those mistakes, and so um, that's that's so important. And fear sometimes stops women from being in the formal economy. They remain in the informal economy in a way because oh, opening a bank account or how am I going to receive payments from credit card and selling a country that I don't know that there's there's a lot of things if you do it correctly and you do your homework you should be okay so that's that's one that I recommend fight the fear take keep it it's important because it keeps us honest right like having some sense and you know the the beauty of fear is that means good on you that means you are entering something boldly exactly you don't know what it's going to be but as soon as you hit fear it's like good on you that means you're you're stepping outside your little box yes and then you have it there so that that's one the second one um i will say is a and maybe it's related to the first one, but I see it a lot in in all the women entrepreneurs is to believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. They don't believe in themselves. Maybe because culture or something has told them that. Um, And so that's something that, I know it sounds maybe too fluffy, but for business, but when you stop believing in yourself, your business, it it is reflected in your business. And so you have to be, I love the word that you just used, you have to be bold, believing in yourself and and moving forward with the idea. That is what is going to make a difference. And so if you believe in yourself and you're, for example, hiring a new uh, broker or logistics, et cetera, but, and you just say yes to everything without knowing anything, but you have a God feeling that I don't trust this. So I have this question, be bold, believe in yourself and ask the question, right? Trust your God God and believe in yourself because that you move forward those two the the fear and and lack of a uh, self-confidence those are the two things that that i think i see a lot elaine sometimes that i need we need to empower and we use a lot of time in our in our in our training when we do that networking moment to empower each other like yes, yes you can do it <laughs> we were actually talking about this before we were recording it's like you know women are so good at like campaigning and 
championing other women like you know like yes you can you can do this right but then when it comes to ourselves we're like oh no not today (laughs) i know can i i don't know (laughs) so elaine i know if i may there's something i didn't mention um the pandemic because i know that's the elephant in the room right the the pandemic in the past two years in the first nine months of the pandemic we saw changes in e-commerce that we thought we're going to take five to 10 years. That's that's how big impact, right? Absolutely. On e-commerce. We also saw out of this uh, horrible situation, how many more women started doing e-commerce and opening their own business because they had to go back home and be the caregivers, the parents, the kids, the elderly, of course, the ones that are more impacted. And so they were empowered to enter e-commerce. And we saw that otherwise, maybe they would never would have taken the step to do it. With that also came the mm-hmm. understanding of what type of digital infrastructure do you need to do right. all your business via e-commerce. And so mm-hmm. I think that's another point that that I know we were discussing, but but mm-hmm. really was a big changer uh, of, of dynamics. And so that's even right. in Canada, we did a survey, um, more women open e-commerce businesses than men now. It, it's, it's an interesting dynamic. And so... And be empowered by it and know the sky is the limit. You can export via e-commerce. It, it, you're, if you're a woman or not, it doesn't matter. It's if you have a good product. And so, mm-hmm. so that's, that's what you can leverage. Yes. And, you know, and with that, the world is so much smaller, right? If we can understand that. And it's a learning journey. Like I've been doing this for 10 years selling a product and I still don't know how to do it well. And I was was sharing at a conference that I was at just two days ago, my first in-person conference in two years. And I was not a speaker, which I am, but yet I still felt nervous going, like I usually am a speaker, but I was just attending as as a a guest or to Mm -hmm. learn. And as I entered this, I was like, I shared with somebody that, you know, just this week I had to turn away orders because I couldn't afford to ship this order of three daisies to Dubai. Mm. And yes, they, they paid $49 to ship it. But when I tried to find a solution, it, it cost me anywhere between $150 to $200. Yeah. And I had to unfortunately turn it down. And the one to Mexico, I had to turn it down. And so I need to learn and I will definitely be one of those ladies looking. We need to call. <laughs> yes, I will be looking into learning how to do this because, you know, yes, I've been doing this for 10 years and I'm still turning down orders. And that yeah. is sad. And I know we could talk forever and I respect <laughs> your time though, Maria. You have been so gracious and you have given us so much wealth of information. We'll definitely be looking into SheTrade. We will definitely be looking and finding more information about the UPS, UPS. women on uh, exporter program. program cannot wait to find out more and the, all the links will be in our show notes and yes. I'll be sharing on my social media on Instagram at Elaine Tancomo and on Twitter at chat with Elaine and I cannot wait now Maria if you had to leave us with your last <laughs> best tip for women-led small businesses when it comes to business growth Hmm. what would it be? You've said so many great things already. I know, Elaine. I (laughs) just want to say, I said this, listen, because I love so many things that you have said. I loved your, 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 your quote that you said in Spanish about, you know, sometimes choosing something, a cheap solution will be 
a more expensive, uh, costly solution. Definitely. Elaine, you know what I... I will say one word because you live in Canada the the as and you're listening to us I imagine the majority are are in Canada export you have the opportunity to export I leave you with that because it is tricky it has some some challenges but it really provides you uh, a hedge to if something that you might not be selling domestically but you're able to to mm -hmm. sell in another country while your economy is slowing down or something that is That is very important. And you have great government supporting different agencies at the state level and at the federal level. Also, my, my word will be like, because yeah. of the market where you are, don't be afraid to export, right? And, and start right. in one place. I mean, you can start only with the US and UK if you go only with language, right? Yes. That you say, I'm not in the, right now I cannot get into translating. Yeah. Do UK and the US and other Australia, many, maybe. Australia, uh, many English speaking countries start with that baby steps, but do it, throw yourself at it and see how it goes. And, and uh -huh. of course, do your homework, right? But, but always you have UPS here to help you. <laughs> yes. And ladies and gentlemen, do check out the Women Exporters Program by UPS. And I cannot wait to share more about that. So do check out our show note links and I will be definitely sharing on my own social. So thank you, Maria, with all my heart for just- Thank you, my dear Elaine. <laughs> and to our listeners, thank you so much for listening in today. And I know that uh, you were probably taking copious notes. And if you were driving, I hope you weren't. <laughs> But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know that many of my listeners listen while they're actually hiking and or sitting in the car between uh, picking up uh, between meetings and picking up a, a child from school. So thank you so much for tuning in. And Maria and UPS, I am grateful with all my heart for how you stand up for women in small businesses and stand beside us. And thank you. Thank you, Elaine. Have a great day. May the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Bye for now. Bye.